New York is full of a very competitive uh, culture. I mean, there's a lot of I people know. up there. Maybe it's just New York. It, it could Maybe, be a New York thing. That's true. Because like in Chicago, they might just trip you. We don't know. I know. Right? I don't in know. Texas, I heard Sh- it. Houston, they shoot you. Well, there. <laughs> I saw people. I saw people walk <laughs> with. Literally, I'm in Houston. This is not like, or, is it, or maybe it was Austin. Oh, they they roll strapped. Does that mean the gun show? I guess. Well, no. I mean, strapped just meaning you got a gun. Oh, everyone has guns. They're out there in all its glory everyone, on the hip. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw a guy wearing a gun on his hip. Oh yeah, man. I was not going to walk past. There's him. no concealed carry in Texas. You just let it out. <laughs> You just let it out. It's like, hey, no, six shooters, Glock. Whatever you got, uh, you, you know. know. Speaking of shooting from the hip, you are listening to the Profit First Podcast. Episode 140! Yes! Grown with his... Like that. There you go, yeah. Feel the energy. In studio. Oh, I can't roll my tongue. I wish I could. He didn't roll his tongue. Oh, it sounded like you did. <laughs> no, I just... <laughs> Oh, welcome to the Profit First Podcast. I'm Christina Bolduck, the gatekeeper of Profit First. That's right. And I'm Mike McCallowitz, the author of Profit First. And you, my friends, you are listening to the Profit First Podcast. This is the show where we explore every single element of profitability. I think, Scott, you're our first guest in studio. Yeah. I like uh, to break the rules. Yeah. All the way from Allentown. (laughs) We're going to talk about profit for your business. And, uh, well, we're going to go crazy on profit. Yeah, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and, of course, ProfitFirstPodcast.com and any podcatcher that you listen to, actually. We're Kev, there. Kev, you know, there's a big shift going on here. Yeah. Did I say shit? There's a big shit? Or- <laughs> Did, I- shit, shit. Did I say there's like a big it. shit? There's a big I mean, shit going There's a big on. shit going on. <laughs> I, <don't- laughs> I meant to say there's a big shift. Oh, yeah, there is. There is. Uh we lost one of our, our good friends. Chris Curran was our... He's alive, by the way. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm a regular listener of the show. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, so uh, he had... No. Chris, uh, Chris has moved on to bigger and better things. Oh. Um, not too hard, because there's a lot of bigger and better things oh, than our little show. I get it. Um, and, and along with him, Barry's walking out the door, too. Oh, Barry. A lot of people didn't know. Barry was not... Barry was a voice recording. He was not a real in-studio person. Yeah. Actually, no one believed that. Everyone Not knew it was a voice. <laughs> Everyone knew. So we wish Chris the best of luck in the future. Continued success for the wonderful things he's doing with the Pause Your Life yes. uh, program. And uh, we will surely miss him. But Kebby, you're stepping up, sister. I'm doing it. So, yeah, yeah. I like how you step up. It was like Wheezy stepping up yes, of to the top. For the listeners, you had a nice little jig there. Yeah, exactly, she was a little jig. Exactly. What have you been up to, Mike? Uh, so um, I was obviously walking around. Yesterday I was in New York. And I went to um, I went to this corporate meeting. I'm doing a big project with this corporation. Mm-hmm. I will not say who they are. I got to tell you the difference between a little office like this and the environment and a large cor- corporate yeah. space. Like it is so I don't know, like so square. It's so sterile. They do like square and rectangular edging, isn't it? It Common? feels yeah, yes, it's, <laughs> yeah. Like round, round, no, no round, no round, no round, no personality. They're round. No. They're not round. Yeah. There was no personality. And I don't mean it negatively. I mean, I just felt people feel quarantined in a way and just couldn't be there. Well, it's self. the rat race. It's a mm-hmm. whole different world. Yeah. As a former corporate employee, I can back that up. Oh, you were a big yeah. corporate guy. Uh, I was in a poor corporate, yeah. How long were you in corporate? Mm, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Scarred for life. <laughs> no, no, cause, no, not because that. Cause, go back. Because they may be listening right now. Yeah, of course. He can still no. get fired. They're always listening. Mm. They're always listening. What have you been up to, Kebster? I actually, I don't know those of you out there who believe in this, but I actually went for a psychic reading. I go like about once a year. It just kind of, it's a very healing experience for me and it helps me 
focused on what I should be focusing my energy on as opposed to putting like 30% into everything. I should be putting 100% into what I believe I should be doing with my life. Um, and it was very refreshing and it kind of got me back in the game and back and kind of feeling good about myself and just kind of helped me get back in the direction of where I should be at 27. <laughs> what did uh, what did they tell you? Like, like, uh, she told me reveal? I'm just focusing. I've been stressing myself so much like emotionally and physically and I really just need to kind of stop focusing so much on what is going on and what I can't control and put my energy into my health and my singing and, you know, raise the bar personally. Bazinga. I mean, she went into so much, but sounds like a psychologist. Amazing. Sounds like a psychologist. <laughs> I mean, it? it is. It kind of yeah. is, but it's what, Be more what the universe. Yeah. Tell no, you. good for you. Yeah. It's life balance. Yeah, it's exactly. life. Ba- yeah. Life balance is everything. Um, Hey, before we kick off the show and officially welcome our guest Scott yes. here, um, what, um, what, what do we have for community shout outs? If any, yeah, we have uh, had an email come in from Tim Riley. He is bruh. the owner bruh, of a Crewstone Brewing Company out in Boulder, Colorado. He is a new reader of Profit First. Um, he says the small town that both him and his wife love um, didn't have much of an economy, so they decided to bring their own jobs and open up a brew pub, something which he has no experience in. Um, he said it, the dream is beautiful until it became a nightmare. I love the analogy of Frankenstein and the cash-eating monster, uh, which is something you reference in the book. Um so he said he's committing to making this work and turning that monster into a happy pasteurized cash cow. <laughs> um, exactly. Nice, yeah. He says Profit First has been an inspiration, um, and he's just he hopes to meet you one day and to you know keep things going and, and we'll get wasted. Flowing. Wasted. Wasted yeah, together. we're gonna include pictures in the post. Um, he sent us some pictures of the brewery. Go out there, grab a few drinks. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's the website? Did you, um, you know, I don't think I have the website, but if you just Google Crewstone Brewing Company uh, out in Boulder, Colorado, it'll bring you to it. You will find it. Okay. And it'll be on the web, on our website. Okay. Uh, before we kick into today's show, you know, we're going to do a little profit first assessment, Scott, of your business uh, and move it along. Uh, but first, I do want to thank our corporate partners. Mm. These are the people who are paying for this nonsense to go Very on. Very important. Do you know who they are? Do you know who they are, Scott? Do you have any? You've listened. You said you're binge listening, bro. This is the big test. Well, I got distracted because on the way in here, I was listening to the new release of the book on Audible. So. Come on, oh, good excuse. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, that I was good. It. That was good. That was good. Just give me one. And actually, we had just uh, actually I just passed the, the part where you were talking about the Frankenstein. Oh, okay. Oh, literally, as I was parking the car out front. Just, so we have four. I'm not going to let you off the hook. We have four corporate partners. <laughs> actually, we think we have a fifth one. We can't remember if they're still active. You know, D- just name any corporation you think could be a sponsor. Let's just try it out and see if you get it right. Oh God! Is it called? Oh, is it Cash Bank or no? I, yeah, sorry, I got nothing. No, pretty close. terrible at it. No, it was, you got me on point. You got me on point. No, I know. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, Fundera. I think that's yeah. you're either talking about Fundera or Fundbox. 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 Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So Fundbox, Fundera, Nextiva, Receipt Bank, and we think Zero still sponsor. I got maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so we don't know. Thanks. Zero's a hero anyway. Zero to hero. Uh, we'll talk about more about them at the end of the episode, uh, and we also at the end we'll share the insights that we're going to learn from uh, this discussion that we're about to have together. One last thing, one little last piece of business. Uh, any members that you want to shout out? Yeah, to? I want to shout out Jason Spencer. He was actually on a couple episodes ago yeah. with us, um, but Jason sent us this beautiful bottle of bourbon. 
Um, which is a new tradition that we're starting for ProfitCon, by the yeah. way. We're having our members send in a success story with some booze, and we're all going to get shwasted. <laughs> is that pretty cool? Okay. Yeah, no, but he said that um, he's so incredibly happy. One of his clients came in, and they say that they trust him, that he's extraordinary. Yeah. They barely know the guy. And he's they're about to drop $2,400 on their wedding entertainment, um, which is new for him. And he says he's extremely happy about that. So congratulations, Jason. Keep pushing the barriers. That's world. awesome. That's oh yeah, oh yeah. One hand clap, clap there, two hand clap. Yeah, golf clap. Yeah, golf clap. <laughs> um, so his name is Scott Mulvaney. He travels all the way from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Is that where you grew up? Pretty much. I was where born in Jersey, actually. Though. Oh, where are you? Where in Jersey? Yeah, uh, Flemington. Hunter oh County. yeah, yeah, yeah. Down, yeah, that's down at the Hunter Medical Center. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. There was a dairy farm there once, and that's where I was born. That, were you born when it was a dairy farm? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's now a housing development. <laughs> oh, what? the hospital's gone? No, no, the hospital's there. I'm saying my farm was down the road from the hospital, and oh. that is now a massive condominium development. So here's what I heard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I heard you. There was a uh, a farm there, and then a hospital. then a hospital. You were born, and they immediately knocked it down and put up condos. Like the only baby born. Dude, the- seriously, they don't need any more of me, man. So it was that impactful. You're like, this guy, we've got him. We did it. Literally broke. Close the doors. Yes. Uh, Scott's philosophy is live the fuel, and you probably already sense from his energy of doing this. He's an owner of multiple businesses, and we're going to explore what they are, um, including a nutrition business. Uh, you're a mar- half marathon runner. I've marathon? done full and half, and I've also done some like 200 mile relay stuff for like called Ragnar. I don't know if you ever heard of that. I have not. No, yeah, no. it's like you do a team 200 miles, and you just keep exchanging. Oh my! Over over 24 hour period. Okay, so yeah. you're like a superhero. Nah, I don't know about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, but you, if you saw this guy, he's fit. Uh, but your business wasn't fit for a while financially. I was still not perfectly fit. Okay, so no. you're here to do. I've been putting in the reps, and the reps aren't really making me happy. <laughs> well, let, let, let's uh, so let's get right into it. Tell us, you're unique because well, maybe you're not uh, that you're an entrepreneur with not just one business. You have a mix of verticals, right? I'm a classic definition of a lot of entrepreneurs where you have the shiny ball syndrome or the crazy squirrel syndrome, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, where it's like, hey, yeah, you know, I have multiple interests in life and I believe in trying to create balance. So it's like, why do I have to give up on all of them? I want to build a couple of business units. Some are successful, some are not. Some are just limping along, but I want to keep them going. So So walk us through the businesses that you have. Well, so it's funny because in your book you also talk about the power of the subcontract subcontracted relationship, right? So yeah. I'm a, I have an LLC, uh, Fuel Enterprises. Live the Fuel is a brand within that. Okay. And then um, what my primary income stream is actually through a friend of mine's company who I used to work for. Uh, she has a successful uh, manufacturer's sales rep firm for like the HVAC industry. That's how yeah. we know your fellow uh, podcasting buddy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Agu- Aguilar. Agu- Aguilar. Agu- yeah, yeah, no one knows how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, so the long story short there is that is my primary income stream through a subcontract. I handle and grow sales and marketing business development for their company and their their clients. Okay. So like she has like 12 clients and then I manage all that for her in like upstate New York and stuff like that. What's so, the name of that? Is that the Live the Fuel business? Well, that's all done through Fuel Enterprises, our contract together but her her she has a whole it's her company like, okay so i'm just a subcontractor so they only have like one or two employees and i don't want to be an employee i got you so you're 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 a consultant to them and exactly they, and, they, and they sub you out for projects yeah. they, have. they have me on a retainer and and like we have a whole you know basically there's a draw and then like once i blow the business up which is happening about right now there's gonna be a whole commission structure on top of that oh nice so, yeah okay so i i have a good excuse to keep that going with them so that's business number one so yeah I, I that's primary that. number one what do they have next then i am uh i'm a huge nutrition nut obviously so there's a one of the very successful uh 
companies built on network marketing as a model is uh, Isagenix. Uh, so I have a business oh, through them. I, didn't I know you've heard of them. Yeah, I have. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they've been around for like 14, going on 15 years. So then uh, that's actually, I can actually thank that model for at least opening my brain up to this whole entrepreneurial pursuit and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and then I just have my own independent you know, contract by contract basis, like my CrossFit gym that I coach at, like they're one of my sales and marketing clients right now. I'm helping them with their website and social media stuff. So that's just a lot of other side hustle stuff. Okay. So. But this, this, so the side hustle is web development? No. Oh, so, I mean, so basically, my tagline is I help control how you exist online. Oh, nice. <laughs> so most people like want, just want to exist. Okay. They forget the whole factor of controlling that <laughs> and actually making sure they actually control how they exist so people actually really understand who their brand is and what their company is. I so, got you. So it's- it's A lot uh, of it's like social social media. Social media, so it's your web presence. Yeah, and brand development and stuff like that. I, okay. do, I do not want to do website development. I outsource that. I got you. <laughs> I, I'm the puppeteer. Oh, you're the puppeteer. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I got you. So you help with the web development. You direct them on social media from a management standpoint. Yeah. So are you the guy who's also kind I'm of scheduling like in the, Hootsuite? And- oh, dude, I, I, I use Zoom.us. I do webinars. I've designed training video content. Like all kinds of stuff. So, okay. oh yeah, like I, I'm the puppeteer. When stuff gets too complex, like web development, or if they want yes. somebody who just is going to build their Instagram brand and like chase likes, yeah. I'm like, great, I got a guy for that. I got you. I got you. Yeah. What's the revenue breakdown? Like, what, how much you make in consulting percentage wise? Uh, versus <sighs> that all depends. Like literally, is I basically have a standard basic rate of like a hundred bucks an hour. You know, it just it's cut. but like I said, that primary contract through my friend's relationship yeah. with her company. That's that. On the draw factor, I'm probably been ranging between forty to sixty a year on that. You generate forty, sixty grand a year. Yeah. Or okay, okay. Yeah. So okay, okay. Right, that's even easier to do this. Exactly. Way. If you don't mind sharing, then, no, I don't care. Like, I told you, man, we're going complete transparency. Dude, I love it. I don't give a crap. I love it. In, like, I have a birthmark on my ass end. too. I, just, you know, like, is that how I got this one thing. It doesn't want. It doesn't go away. Right, it's, right, it right. just keeps. It's just. It's just there. It's disgusting, oh, right? <laughs> Blocking that out. <laughs> um, okay, so hey, to be fair, you girls talk about everything. That is true. Girls okay. talk about it. Is yeah. it's true? Yeah, yeah. us guys, we got nothing. Nothing, on you ladies. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I never talk to my friends and say, "Hey, I, I got like you know this weird ass zit or something." No, no, no. Never. These, these ladies share it all. Everything. Everything. Yeah, but you talk everything. about ass zits all the time. Well, I'm really? not saying I knew about it. Ass <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Bazinga. So okay, <laughs> boom. Okay, so you make. 40 to 60 grand, and thank you again for your honesty, yeah. in, in the consulting business. Well, that was like over the past year or two, it just keeps building. So okay. like, so like, I know, I just looked at this year's, I actually have last year's tax return right there. Oh my. Um, so I, for transparency, I don't care. Okay. Um, but obviously my, my accountant is the old school methodology, not the profit yeah. first methodology. Yeah. And like, but he's a younger guy in the firm. We talked about this on my podcast. Yes. And I was like, dude, I want to get this dialed in so when I go back to him I'm like if you want to keep working with me do this get on the yeah. team get on profit yeah. first professionals yeah. because I don't like it this way do you think <laughs> he's gonna go for it because there are some people who do resist yeah I don't know man like he's he's younger than me so I'm not that means anything <laughs> but <laughs> how, old are, how old are you I'll be thirty. I'll be forty this year. Okay. Oh so wow, big four. I'm, I'm, I'm at, the, I'm at the end of the thirties, man. Yeah. I'm excited though. Yeah. My 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 life gets better. People are like worried about. Oh, I'm, I'm so thirties and forties. True. Dude, it's your life, man. It's what you make of it. What was the darkest part of your life, just in your life's journey so far? Corporate. Okay. Oh. How old were you then? Late twenties, your age. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. Christina, you're in the shittiest yeah. part of life right now. Yeah. I keep Seriously. hearing that. When I turned 27, Ron was like, "Yeah, that was the shittiest year of my life." Dude, I, I didn't like, even try wait. weed till I turned 30. <laughs> what? I didn't even try weed till I turned 30. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I've never done a drug in my life. I've never done a hard drug in my life. I, I was wow. in Colorado, and I was like, "All right, dude, it's legal here. I'm mm-hmm. gonna 
try it. So, so we have a, uh, a, a visitor from, I don't know if you saw, you were talking South, with her, South Africa. Steph, yeah, from yeah. South Africa, she's yeah. visiting, so we were just testing out our new equipment here, we brought her in, and the conversational weed comes up, and yeah. she's, I think, mid-60s, uh, whatever, I'm I, not exactly sure, I, mm-hmm. I say mid-60s, <laughs> and we talk about weed, and she's like, never done it, yeah. I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, so do you miss it and regret it? She's like, yeah. I wish I kind of wish I did. I'm like, well, let's get high now. I was gonna say, yes. Wait, didn't Jersey already pass the medical? Does we did. Somebody, right does somebody hurt their knee right now? Go to the doctor. He'll give you the card. So you get this done this afternoon. That's funny. So okay. So what what kind of revenue do you generate through the isogenics? Uh, that's see that was higher and then like and then goes up and down because yeah. everybody. Th- Here's the thing. I love it because of the residual income model. So like okay. right now, I might be doing maybe 500 a month. That's it because I just haven't spent any time consistently building the business. Yeah, so I was grand. making more, you know, a couple of years ago. What was, what was more mean? Oh, I was doing like two thousand a month. It was it was okay. always a side hustle, right? Okay. So it's always had I've always had that side hustle, even when I had I other jobs. Mm-hmm. I found that when I was doing wildland firefighting and living in Arizona in two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. I'm that's that, that's how so, I left the corporate world. Yeah, that's so. So cool. I went from growing up on a farm, chasing corporate dreams. Right. Screw the corporate dreams to. I'm going to go be a wildland firefighter with the federal government for two years oh and gosh. then come back and then like become a huge health nut and entrepreneur, figure out the whole entrepreneurial journey thing. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm um, all over the place, man. Yeah. No, that's cool. And that's one of the riskiest- Life experience. Yeah. Jobs you can have. Uh, right? According to one of my friends, when I got back, he was happy to give me the statistics on that. And I was like, you know, where was that before? He's like, yeah. well, you were too much of a hurry to leave, so I didn't have time to look it up. Yeah. So, but you was probably still gone, I bet. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't give a crap. I, I skydive. I rock climb. I, I don't really? know. Really? Dude, I do it all. I don't uh, care. Wow. Yeah. What kind of money are you making through the CrossFit, uh, the contractual work you're doing for them? Oh, I, we just signed a contract. So, like I said, listen, Which just for this first month, they like, you know, throw me because they're friends. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's that hard thing. I'm like, dude, here, throw me 500 bucks. We're going to just put me on a retainer and let's get, they, they, they literally have a site. They don't do any blogging, nothing. So, yeah. like, I'm literally getting them going. Yeah. And they just had a huge, here's a funny thing CrossFit gyms are not profitable. They're, uh, they suck. Um, really? I love, I love CrossFit. I'm a coach. My yeah. friends are in the gym. But your uh, your fellow member Shannon Shannon can, Simmons yeah. can back this up. Uh, yeah. We had her on the show as well. Yeah, and she said she she backs it up. She's like, it's like it's not just CrossFit; it's all gyms. Yeah. But they they can't afford me. Yeah, they don't have enough profit to hire anybody to do sales and marketing. So they're just limping along. Such and a trap. I'm like, guys, like, all right, so here, I'm going to throw you a bone. Here's a retainer. Let's see how much we get done in the first thirty days. I'll even extend it. Yeah, because you're just a client that I care about. Yeah, and I don't. I'm not going to rake you over the coals. But they, <clears throat> without you, they don't make sales. I mean, it's, it's a hard, well, they're, rock and they're, hard place. I will say they're making a lot of sales right now because luckily another gym closed down ten minutes away, oh. and so we're we're soaking up the membership. But that was like, was luck. it a mysterious fire that broke out? No, you're wearing your fire gear. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking you're right. about. I just stopped by to say hi. <laughs> I was like, I like your gym. It's very nice. I got to go. So okay, there's something in the closet. So if you get <laughs> if you get five hundred a month from them, so that's six k. Uh, you th- right here is you have three primary functions or businesses you have. One is the uh, the sales and business development through a friend, up to sixty grand a year. You have the nutrition business, which is Isogenics, six grand a year. You have CrossFit. Do you have anything else going on for a revenue generation, or is that the primary? Well, three? and that, that literally, I've just started kicking the last piece, that CrossFit example, yeah. into gear. So right now, admittedly, I don't know. There's probably other stuff out there, but because I'm so bad at that, and I don't have a bookkeeper. <laughs> No, that's you know, cool. this is why I'm on here, man. Like, there's this money flying around. You know, it's like, oh, it goes in, like the whole bank balance accounting methodology. Yeah. It's like, I, oh, it's there. Cool. 
you know what? I need a new webcam. I got to start shooting videos for the podcast. Yeah. Literally, that happened last week. I and did Amazon really. Prime is the worst. So. It's addictive. Dude, uh. I have a new high-end Logitech webcam for like 90 bucks. It was a yeah. great price. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, buy it now. <laughs> so, okay. So, let's talk into, you started implementing Profit First. Why did you go about implementing Profit First? Because I'm tired. Actually, I can, you know what? I'll be, I'm, I'm very passionate about loving to see entrepreneurs succeed. And right. I'm like, if I'm going to try and chase these entrepreneur dreams, I need to be an example as well. And mm-hmm. I'm looking, I'm watching my friends with their businesses. Mm-hmm. And for example, my own client, my friend with the, the HVAC industry stuff, I love her. I'm like, she doesn't pay herself a salary. Yeah. She just hold, got- Hold the one just, that's hiring yeah. you for consulting is paying you 60 grand uh-huh. is not paying herself. Uh-uh. Yeah. And I've had I've had this discussion with you over and over about Profit First for a year and a half now. Yeah. I've been talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and she's like, well, my account, I have a bookkeeper, I have an accountant. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, <sighs> yeah. it's like so it's like talking to a wall. But it's okay. She just bought herself a new leased, uh, very nice car. So that's going to be her salary because yeah. she's leasing a brand new car. And I'm like, that's not a salary. Yeah. It's classic. You can track. write it off. I get it. But- why as like that's not a salary you're not paying yourself cash like i feel like people need to have this connection yeah. well let me ask you what, what's the turning moment i mean it happened for you <clears throat> do you get so frustrated it can't um so I'll, I'll get personal here i was a self-proclaimed bachelor for years right. um i like you said being I a show, sound I, for that i take bazinga. care bazinga bazinga <laughs> i mean i seriously like you said i take care of myself I'm not an unattractive dude, so I'm going to come across a little Jersey douchey a little bit because I was born here. Um, <laughs> hey now, baby. So, but it's like, guys, let's, let's think about this. It's it's not just how you look and how you live. The money does help. And when I finally pulled my head out of my ass and stopped playing Mr. You know, Jackass uh, Bachelor, you know, using firefighting as an excuse because I'm gone in the mountains for right. a month at a time. I don't want to drag your heart through this. <laughs> oh, that your line? This was my oh, line. God. Oh my oh, god! Dude, I'm telling you, I, t- I told you, man, complete transparency. So, I so I, st- I just stayed single. Yeah, and and I I didn't really date a lot. Anyway, so since moving back to the East Coast, I'm literally having to finally like build an, more of an adulty life. The yeah. past few years, I live with my girlfriend. She bought the house off of her family's estates, her great grandmother's house, and yeah. just being surrounded by like their construct. Their family was a construction company, and just like literally was founded in like the center block building behind my house that I've since gutted and monetized uh, for her benefit. But like, there's Oops. literally antique cars stored out there, and the guy pays us every single month. So now the the garage, like oh, dude, this, storage. Oh yeah, I know how to generate money. Yeah. I, I teach people this all the time. Like, guys, you can always make more money. Right. Especially if you have an entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah. Like, I gutted that 3,000-square-foot garage. Wow. I was like, dude, I have a little corner for bike tuning because I'm a mountain biker and a road cyclist. I'm going to build a little gym area because she's also a CrossFitter. Yeah. And I still have room to store another seven or eight cars. Wow. It's nice. stupid. It's all monetized. It's awesome. So then what triggered you, though, to go profit first? Like Because it's missing. just I'm tired of not having money in the bank. Like, she is super frugal. Mm-hmm. And she's been a great influence on me because her mother was the controller of the family's construction company. Her father is a is a retired ex CFO of a very successful like the company that does all the laundry for the major hospitals. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a company out by us called Mill Memorial Blood Center, like where you go donate blood to all their branches. Like he was over all of that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, okay, dude, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. I grew up on a farm. Like we lived paycheck to paycheck. Dude, you were I born in a hospital world. that yeah, was yeah, on that a farm. Exactly, yeah. right? I mean. <laughs> So it's like, I'm just tired of it. I was like, Scott, like, I've tried listening to other people. I've tried figuring it out on my own, limping along. 
And then you just you just find excuses. You yeah. know, I'm just like, you know what? It's it's been working. Just keep doing it. Yeah. And then when it comes time for vacation and stuff like that, and my girlfriend's got her act together, she's ready to go, and I'm I'm finally at that frustration point where it's like, dude, you have so much going for you. Why don't you have your act together like she does? Right. Yeah. And this is ridiculous. So and and I'm, I know I'm not the only business mm-hmm. entrepreneur, what or network marketer, whoever's out there listening to this is like, guys, like. This is some of the frustration that's going on out there, man. So, how did you make that mental shift? What, what, what was the day or the moment that your mind finally said, "This is not working anymore"? Oh, dude! Like literally, when I listened to your first, the first edition of your book, really, I've learned about your book because of Michael O'Neill. Yeah. Then I found the podcast, but then I had already bought the book, and then I tried reading the book, and I realized I suck at reading books now. I'd rather listen to them because I travel so much for my client. Yeah. I do a lot of road travel, so I was like, dude, I have a mobile library and university right in my car, <coughs> so that I crushed your book in like literally Smart. a couple of days. Smart. And then I went back and listened to it again, Smart. and I'm trying to go back to the book and make notes, and I was like. Dude, this makes so much sense. And I try to explain it to my girlfriend and she's just like, That doesn't make any sense. I'm like, You're from the old school world and I'm the I'm the guy who embraces the new age stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, There's always room for change. And it sounds like she's rocking it out anyway. So she doesn't yeah. need to change. She's good, right? She's fine. Yeah. But the, in order for us to succeed, and and this is a something that I've had to swallow my pride on and get transparent, show vulnerability on. And we I think we need to do it in personal and professional life, is like, guys, like Dude, you don't know everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's what, what's working one. for her isn't going to work for me. She ha- she pays an office manager. She has her own office manager. Does all the books. It's automated for her vet business. So her and her business partner, they're good. She, oh, she owns she a vet a, business. She has her own. She's an entrepreneur too. But she yeah. owns her own veterinary school. Yeah, she's a horse vet. Are you oh, wow. effing me right now? No, dude. <laughs> so I, I got to talk with you after this. My yeah. daughter is looking to intern, free intern. Yeah. She uh, does interns all the time from Lehigh University and other ones around us. Yeah, dude. Hot dog. There you go. This is the best episode oh, yeah. ever. <laughs> we, there's, there's three, it's a female owned business, three what? female entrepreneurial veterinary doctors, two are owners, one's the employee now. Oh, my. Oh, yeah, God. dude. I'll hook you up. Oh. My girlfriend's, she's a chiropractor as well. She's actually a doctor of chiropractic for animals as well. And her new employee doctor is a doctor of acupuncture. So she'll learn all the wellness stuff. Oh, yeah, I'll hook you up. I would love an introduction. Um, Okay, now that we're done talking about me, uh, let's get back to you. It's all about you, Mike. It's all about me. So tell me about uh, what you've done with Profit First in your business so far, the impact it's had, and then what, what do we need to do next? It's called... Pull the freaking trigger and get it fully implemented. Okay. I've been literally, so like I have all, right, all my accounts are with Wells Fargo. I'm not worried about people hacking. Go ahead and take what I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> take my nothing. Take my nothing. Yeah. Uh, but like I have, for years I've had a secondary account sitting there and not being used with my old credit union for my corporate days. I've always kept my credit union accounts and I've always like, you know, I always liked the big world and the small world. And I have a line of credit through them that I'm just, I need to pay down. Because uh, I use that to actually go back to college, finish a degree, everything else uh, before the firefighting. Mm-hmm. So it was like I took on a nice chunk of debt to create my own freedom, if that made any sense. I got which you. Now yeah. I realize that that degree didn't really give me anything, except people think you're more impressive because you have a BS behind your There's name. a lot of truth. Yeah, a BS <laughs> is often BS, right? Exactly, yeah. right? Like, dude, everything that I'm using in my business now that I'm using to generate income, I taught myself. Yeah. I didn't yeah. learn that. In the university. So I was like, I'm not trying to de- to bash colleges. No, no. But they teach you to be a great employee. I agree. What, what is your BS thing, Christina? Oh, God, I don't even remember. Recreation. <laughs> there, there you go. No, I think it's like, recreation that, management, yeah. That's... Yeah, there you go. You got a punch for that one. Uh, you probably went to school with a friend of mine here in New Jersey. She also has a degree in recreational management. Yeah, I went actually to East Stroudsburg in, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, so does she. Oh, really? Wait, Did you ever hear a girl by the name of Lauren Heppelwhite? No. 
Yeah. So there you go. A little name job for you. She's from North Jersey up here, everyone, too. Everyone knows Lauren Heppelate. Everybody knows Lauren. <laughs> Lauren, yeah, a lot of people know Lauren. Yeah. You got to get up on your game. Seriously, yeah, I, I, but are no, you I compliment this. I um, uh, ponder the same thing because you know I'm I'm in so much student loan debt, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. Did my degree help me get my jobs? Yes, but was it worth what I'm doing now? Yeah. Like how at the highest level, it, it shows that you can commit to a program and right. learn something. It shows that you have. Um, and doing air quotes for our listeners, uh, you, it shows you have commitment and you have work ethic and you can actually study something. Mm. Yeah. That's really about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. So, okay. So you started Profit First. You're at Wells Fargo. How many accounts do you have set up? Right now I have four accounts with them. Okay. But they're not all being set up properly at all. I well, haven't really implemented all the equations and all that stuff yet. Okay. Like I have a, here's the thing. Over the past year, everything was in one place. Okay. So then when I finally, I set the LLC like two years ago. And then I moved my contract with my friend's company over under the LLC out of my name just for just for sanity in my standpoint. And then I said, okay, well, now the monies are still muddled. So let's separate everything else. So I'm back. I actually relisted a business checking and a business savings attached to that LLC okay. tax ID to separate it from my personal. So currently, I whenever I need money for personal expenditures, I have my personal and my checking and savings also with that bank. And I just transfer and I label it owner's draw. Okay. Mm. So whenever I need cash that's not business related, everything stays in that business checking. Okay. So it's that income account that you've yeah, talked yeah, about. Yeah, You're yeah, training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my income account. Okay. Everything is going there. All, but everything, all of my expenses and everything are coming out of there too. So I still have all the okay. bills automated to that account. I so I have you. my personal bills automated to the personal checking and my business bills automated to that same business checking. Oh, so everything's I haven't divided that out yet. Okay. And so you have four accounts, but you're not basically using the other accounts. Right. No. And then I have okay. accounts with the credit union that are just sitting there. Those are, I've d- decided that there's technically, I have to remove the features of, that you teach us. Like, yeah. I don't need all the benefits. I say, I'm just right. going to cut that. I already cut the card up. I don't need the Visa debit card to that yeah. account because I don't use it. Yeah. So now I already set up automated transfer come functionality from Wells Fargo to the credit union. Okay. So all that stuff is ready. Okay. I just haven't implemented the new percentages properly down to move that stuff into that separate account that I only have to physically go into and touch. Yeah. So that's already in motion. I gotcha. So things are in motion. They're just not fully executed in the way of profit first. So I'll give you two approaches then you can take. First, I'll give you a recording I have of someone coaching how to do profit first. <laughs> do it! Just do it! Oh, you, need, you need like the he F word tomorrow. in there. He's got so whole speech. just do it! Make your dreams Come true. He won't stop. Nothing is impossible. No. What are you waiting for? Do it. (laughs) Just do it. Yes, you can. Okay, so that's one option. That's one option. But that that'd be you. That would be listen, if we're at the gym together and I'm like, I can't push this weight up, you'd be like, just do it. As 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 a coach, yes. You would. Yeah. So here's option two though, because I realize uh it's too much for most people, and we fall back into our natural habits. Mm-hmm. So small incremental steps is lowering the bar. <clears throat> what I would do is, that's great at those four accounts, I would just set up one new account, not at Wells Fargo, not that Wells Fargo's back, mm-hmm. for a profit account, and I think we start transferring a small percentage, 2 or 3%. Continue to do what you're doing, like taking your, your personal and your business expenses out of that income account. It's okay for now. Okay. But I want to start high, uh, accumulating profit for you in piles up. Yeah. And it'll start putting a little bit of a squeeze on your expenses. And then three months from now, when we do your first profit distribution and you have maybe a few hundred bucks stored up, and, and you and your girlfriend go out for a killer dinner as a profit distribution, for me, that's the first moment like, oh my God, things are changing. Like I'm actually accumulating a little bit of money. Yeah. And then we do the next steps. So you know how I cheat that? 
<laughs> you, how, no, yeah, how do you cheat it? Son she, of a bitch. She's a client because I manage their website for, your, for her. Your girlfriend's a client? Yeah. Oh, well, of course, because they're veterinary business. Yeah, I was like, they don't know anything about websites, and they have a yeah. WordPress site, and a monkey can manage a, website, a WordPress site. No offense to your WordPress specialist, but let's mm-hmm. be real. So I said, listen, babe, you don't know anything about social media, blah, blah, blah. I was like, so let me just take this over. So I, I, I manage her site. They don't pay me because she's my girlfriend. Oh, she so pays now, you, I bet. So, oh, she pays. Oh, yeah, God. she pays in other ways. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Christina's vomiting. She's, I'm like, sorry. she's like throwing up over in the corner. Yeah, I know. I feel oh, so sorry. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so the point is, is that, Okay, great. From time to time, I'm going to write off a, a dinner or something yeah. like that. I don't use all of our outings, but I, yeah. I work the system. I don't think that's unrealistic. It, I don't it, use Receipt Bank, which I'm really thinking about launching because I just literally, this year is the first time I ever actually started stuffing receipts away. Yeah. I was like, there's an electronic record. I think that's fine. And I know that's probably a no-no as well. Yeah. So. Receipt Bank's amazing. Um, but now this is, sounds totally schmucky because they're our sponsor. Don't do Receipt Bank yet. Okay. Don't yet. The goal is we got to stop spending money. Yes. Receipt Bank's phenomenal, but we got to start taking your profit out first because it's going to put a squeeze on your spend, mm-hmm. and that's what you want to feel because then you have to start considering, should I not get that Logitech microphone? You well, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I or agree a that. Uh, video. Uh, the webcam with webcam. It has a microphone built in. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's expensive. Oh, it's good. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, see, the reason, here's, and here's the, the secret behind why I think Profit First hasn't been fully successfully implemented. It's yeah. nothing against what you've taught us. It's There's a fear. Yeah. Right. Let's be real. Yeah. And when we have to embrace our fears. And more importantly, I figure that I'm worried about taking away the day to day cash flow. Because, like, for example, when I travel up to upstate New York for that one big contract, yeah. I'll be up there for two or three days. So historically, I've been covering the hotels and stuff like that. And then uh, we have an agreement where that's it's not technically reimbursed because I'm not her employee. I don't think you can legally do that. But the point is, is that she's like, well, Scott, going forward, she's like, it's you're our contractor. You don't have to cover the hotels. Yeah. So now she's like, just call. She hasn't. She hired an assistant. So now she's paying an assistant too, by the way, instead of herself. Okay. Um. So she's learning how to delegate. <laughs> but yeah. the point is, is that then she's like, well, Scott, we'll book the hotels for you. So like this, this, uh, this week, actually this Friday, I got to go handle a, a training for a company for them, and they already booked the hotel for me. Well, let so, me ask you this: Do you think that you have the skills to find cost savings of say sixty bucks a week in your business that you could say if I went easily? To, okay, right off the bat. Well, you cocky son of a bitch. Starbucks. Ah. Starbucks. Okay, so because I buy for myself, and then I was like, you know what? Because it's a yeah. sales and marketing relationship. I like to. Sh- I don't like to show up with crappy donuts and crap because I'm anti crappy processed carb guy. Right. And so I was like, listen, I'm going to show up and bring these guys like a nice little coffee kit or something like that. So I probably drop like 20 bucks a week right there mm-hmm. at right. least. So here's the deal. We take your profit first, 5% of your top line, and I'm just based on the 60,000, it's 3,000 a year. 5% of every deposit goes in the profit account. It'll force you to save that 60 bucks a week. It'll hmm. force you to save it. You have to now. Yeah. And you said you're smart enough and able enough to do it. I know you are. And I just, then- I just automate it. Yeah, know, click. Move that file. So, so here's the, and we gotta get going. Here's the rule: uh, set up an account somewhere else besides Wells Fargo. That's it. And then move five percent of every deposit there, and don't worry about anything else. Let's do that for three months and see where you stand. I suspect. Should I use that credit union account since that's sure. already separated? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do it. Uh, do it. Okay. All right. We cool. All right. All right. We cool, Christina. Yeah. Mm. All right. So. Uh, that's all we got for you, Scott. All right. No, no, no parting gifts. Why'd you wait so long is my question. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to let you talk. 
like I said, I have no excuses. There are no excuses. We have to hold ourselves accountable. I was like, I'm basically been a slacker and that's not me. That's what pissed me off the most. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is the one weakness in my life. I've, I've always struggled with money and it's like, it's stop struggling with money. Yeah. That's why I need this because yeah. then when it comes time, like for our big annual ski trips, who cares? There's already money sitting in the profit account. Right. Yeah. Right. But you're the guy who teaches this. Like you would, you would say to, I suspect to me, don't save for the ski trip, save to not Save so you have an extra money for Starbucks. Like, if we were working out yeah. and you were teaching me, you wouldn't say, hey, Mike, you want to bench 250? Forget it. Uh, you know, let's let's start at 250. You'd say, you want to bench 250? Let's start at 20 pounds, Mike. That's about yeah, all your feeble we gotta, <laughs> we, we got to figure out where you're at. You know? Right. And then you'd build me up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Let's start slow. Let's not go big. And you will see results. Awesome. All right. You hang here, but we're going to talk about you. So pretend you don't hear <laughs> us. Um, so what'd you learn? Oh, oh, I pushed the button too early. Well, that's what we're going to do in a minute. That, yeah, isn't that funny? That was Christina singing. Oh, I got to turn the volume beautiful. a little bit. Let's try it again. So what'd you learn today? So we are going to talk about what we learned in just a minute. First, I want to thank our corporate partners, the uh, folks yes. that make the show a reality. Who are they, Christina? Fundera. Yeah. You know what Fundera does? <laughs> yeah. They yes, save do. lives. <laughs> they make loans. They make loans to, um, who do they make loans to? Any business that Any, needs. Yeah. <laughs> but don't go there arbitrarily. I mean, no. you have to have a specific need. If you know a thing that will make you more profitable, you can prove it, then make a, get a loan from Fundera. And they do the work for you. They will find the most oh, appropriate right. loan for you and say, hey, I got these great people. You know, this is where you should go, as opposed to saying, hey, you figure it out. And then we'll fund it. Exactly. Yeah. Also, we have, um, who else do we have? Fundbox. Oh, my God. One-stop shop. This is true. I was uh, in Louisiana, you know, on Friday. I'm talking to this guy. uh, He's a, it's a $5 million company or so, and uh, they have a major client who uh, isn't paying them on time. And he said, this is really hurting our business. It's a huge bill. He called Funbox on a Saturday. Actually, I made an introduction on a Saturday at 7.30 in the morning. The text that comes back is from Dave Tolkien. He goes, you know, it's 4.30 in the morning in California. Ah! And then beep, 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 right? And I'm like, oh, sorry. He takes the phone call anyway, and they got a loan on Monday morning. Uh, cash flow accelerator. Yeah. So what can they do is, if you have an invoice due to you, they release the funds to you on the spot. Yeah. Pretty sexy. <laughs> sexy. Sexy. Uh, what else we got? Next Eva. Yeah. That's our, where, where's your phone? Oh, there it it's is. It's right there. Yeah. You ever see a phone that that's attractive, Scott? Ever? <laughs> on the phone, too. On the phone. It's just beautiful, yeah. right? Yeah. Sitting around in a nice little phone block. Could you imagine what we could do with that thing? Oh. I know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else, Christina? Receipt bank. Receipt bank. This is the stuff that, uh, well- I, I use my phone for it. Any receipt that comes in, I scan it in. Yeah. Last night I went out to dinner uh, as a business expense. Mm-hmm. My wife was there too. Surely? Though, so. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. No, I was my neighbor, but we're doing business together. So okay. he does my life insurance. So it's business. Uh, scan it into Receipt Bank. Record, you know, I was on the receipt, I wrote down his name and, and what we talked about. Scan it into Receipt Bank. It already synced up with, now we're using QuickBooks. Mm. Synced up with my QuickBooks like that. It's a powerful. No more shoebox for you, sir. Yeah. And Zero, we don't know if you're a sponsor of ours but anymore. Maybe, so thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Zero is a hero. You know, we, We've been, we use Zero for two years. We it's did. a great platform. We would still be on today, but our bookkeeper uh, is QuickBooks certified and just asked that we cut over. And we said, you know what? Okay. It's more fluid, but we love Zero. All right. Now it's time for me to hit that button that I can't find. Here it is. Oops. So, what did you learn today? So, Christina, what did you learn today? Um, I learned that you have to be pushed to your breaking point of motivation. Sometimes. Like Scott was saying, your you your girlfriend has the ability if you want to go on vacation to just say, Okay, let's go. When are we booking it? Tomorrow. And a lot of people do not have that luxury. And I myself had to 
to push myself to the point where I say enough is enough. I need to start putting money aside so that I can do the things that I want to do. And I think that's so important for everyone out there, not just entrepreneurs. Everyone out there should be able to, at the drop of a hat, say, you know, what? I want to enjoy myself. Let's do this. Yeah. I love Scott's self-awareness. And said, listen, I went through this phase of my life that I was a little bit full of myself, you know. And then he said, um, and, and this is the big one, I must be an example of what I want to teach or what I am teaching. Yeah. And I think that's true for all of us. Uh, I was with a friend once and we were walking through university and he kept on pointing to rooms going, oh, there's a smart student. There's a smart student. I'm like, what are you pointing to the kid up front? He's like, no, the teacher. The teacher's always the best student. Mm-hmm. So it, once we teach these things, we have to become it. And kudos to you, Scott, for, for being that way. Yeah. That's 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 a throw to you, Christine. I think, oh. or, is it, or is it a throw to me? I don't know. I'm throwing to someone. It's still you. Oh, is it still me? Well, listen, we're getting out of here. Is what we're doing. But first, our listener friends, you heard another amazing episode. You learned stuff from Scott. You learned stuff from Christina. Yep. You learned something from me too. And we want to hear about it. So post it on our blog post. Our blog. Yeah, you know, leave us a five-star rating if you would. (laughs) Go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, any podcatcher that you use. And, of course, go to ProfitFirstPodcast.com. That is the immediate post. And Mike himself will respond if you leave a comment. Yeah, I'm I'm in there all the time. I'll I'll talk back to you. Yeah, when we love the reviews. We we, we, we announce them at our huddle when we get them. Now, we don't have too many, though. We need more. No, but you know what? Share your stories with us, and we will. We'll shout you out on the podcast. We want the world to know that, you know, especially people who are struggling and entrepreneurs, you are not alone. You are not the only person going through this. So we want to hear from you. And you know, you can do it with someone uh, at your side. It's a Profit First professional. Mm-hmm. Are you working with a Profit First professional? I don't think you are. Not yet. Uh, we'll talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned Shannon Simmons. Shannon Simmons specializes in working with CrossFit gyms and so forth. And you're right. The majority are not profitable. Right. She's the one who turns them around by putting profit first. Profit First Professional is a team, an organization of members. We have accountants, bookkeepers, and business coaches who've been trained by me, by our staff here. You met some of our team, Scott, here at our offices or abroad. We teach them how to implement profit first. And so now you have someone that's not just skilled in accounting, bookkeeping, coaching. They know how to drive profitability in your business using this method. Now, here's what you got to do. Go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com right now. Do it today. Oh, let me put the, let me put a pause on this. When I say do it today, there we go. <laughs> there, now I'm back to my music. So go there today. Go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com. Click on the Find button. We'll hook you up with a Profit First Professional, and uh, profit will be inevitable for your business. Oh, one more thing that's inevitable is another episode of Profit First. Next week, which means in about 20 minutes, 15, <laughs> uh, we have a call with Denise Blasevic. She is the owner of S3 Agency. She's going to teach you how to find a unique way for your company to give back. Because when you give back, she says, you're more profitable. Mm. Uh, let's get out of here. You want to say something? You, you want to say something? Just talk. <laughs> How you doing, Scott? Good? Rocking out, baby. <laughs> All right. This was fun. Thanks for coming on, Scott. Yeah. Got to break the rules. Keep hitting those buttons, man. Oh, oh there's the bridge. Oh. Just go through. Oh, there is a bridge in this one. I didn't know. It's in both. Oh, okay. I, I wonder if I just cut that You're part out. Dra- it comes back hard. <laughs> it's let's, dragging let's, us let's, down. You know, it's coming up. Coming up. Coming up now. Okay, here, it goes. here we go. Now you hit it now. Here it goes. Yeah. Uh, there uh, we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we survived. <laughs>